Have you looked around and felt like everyone around you is happily in love? Your friends are all in long-term relationships. Your brother recently proposed to his significant other. Your neighbors who just got married are moving to a bigger home. And then there's you, struggling to form genuine connections, let alone develop a happy love life. You keep on searching for the perfect match, but unfortunately, seem to end up alone every time. Well, fear not. Because it doesn't have to be this way forever. Believe it or not, you're meant to find the right partner. For things to change, you just have to initiate it. In this book, you'll discover exactly what changes you need to do to start creating healthy relationships. And here's a clue, it begins with yourself. What is love? They say love makes the world go round, and in the grand symphony of existence, it takes center stage. But while everyone's familiar with the word love, defining it can prove to be quite a challenge. For me, love can be encapsulated in three concepts, love as an action, love as a vibration, and love as a way of life. Let's start with love as an action. Love is an action simply because relationships aren't built on fleeting feelings, but on ongoing effort. The butterflies will fade over time, and when they do, that shouldn't be an indication to jump ship and move on to another partner. Instead, that's the time for you to roll up your sleeves and get working on the relationship. Accept your differences, create special bonding moments, and foster a safe space for each other's vulnerabilities. No relationship is safe from the occasional storm, but as long as you and your partner put in the work, you can get through the rough patches stronger than before. Next up, love as a vibration. Sometimes love can feel like a high frequency that comes from within you and is influenced by your thoughts and behavior. When you're at the love frequency, you're significantly happier, kinder, and in harmony with yourself. This brings about healthy relationships. Unfortunately, you won't vibrate at this frequency all the time, so you need to work on staying at that level. Fill your day with positive content, boost your confidence with positive affirmations, and be on the lookout for love in your surroundings. Finally, when you see love as a way of life, and begin using it as your guide in all that you do, you can create a magical world around you. Start with accepting others for who they are, looking for their best sides, and offering them genuine support. If you always act from your heart, you can never go wrong. However, this shouldn't be a one-time thing. Make sure to do this every day until choosing love becomes a habit. Remember that as a human, you're made to receive and give love. Act on that instinct. Building deep connections with others starts with connecting with yourself, you can't give what you don't have. So you can't begin to form meaningful connections when you have yet to establish a true connection with yourself. That's why if you want to experience love in its most authentic form, it's vital to embark on a journey of self-discovery and self-love first. When you cultivate love in yourself instead of searching for it in other people, relationships will be easier to handle. That's because you'll have a secure sense of individuality. You'll be able to connect better and attract the right kind of partner for you. But how do you love yourself? Well, it starts with knowing yourself. If you're not sure who you are yet, ask yourself guide questions like what are you looking for in a relationship, what can you offer your partner, and how do you deal with rejection and criticism? These questions can help you understand what makes you tick and what makes you unique. If you can't answer them off the top of your head, it helps to evaluate your past and current relationships. They can give you an inside look at what works well for you and what doesn't. Knowing yourself means identifying your boundaries, too. 
Your boundaries are what protect your sense of identity, and without them, you can end up losing yourself in the relationship. Once you lose sight of who you are, you also lose the chance of forming genuine connections with your partner. So make sure you know how to draw the line to give yourself the space you need to thrive apart from knowing yourself, self-love calls for growing closer to yourself, as well. There are a variety of ways to do this. You can start a journal, where you express and reflect on your inner feelings. Hobbies also help you to feel closer to your passions and interests. And don't forget the value of self-care either, whether that's physical, mental, or spiritual. By tending to your needs, you'll be better equipped to build healthy relationships with others. Building deep connections with others starts with connecting with yourself. You can't give what you don't have. So you can't begin to form meaningful connections when you have yet to establish a true connection with yourself. That's why if you want to experience love in its most authentic form, it's vital to embark on a journey of self-discovery and self-love first. When you cultivate love in yourself instead of searching for it in other people, relationships will be easier to handle. That's because you'll have a secure sense of individuality. You'll be able to connect better and attract the right kind of partner for you. But how do you love yourself? Well, it starts with knowing yourself. If you're not sure who you are yet, ask yourself guide questions like what are you looking for in a relationship, what can you offer your partner, and how do you deal with rejection and criticism? These questions can help you understand what makes you tick and what makes you unique. If you can't answer them off the top of your head, it helps to evaluate your past and current relationships. They can give you an inside look at what works well for you and what doesn't. Knowing yourself means identifying your boundaries, too. Your boundaries are what protect your sense of identity, and without them, you can end up losing yourself in the relationship. Once you lose sight of who you are, you also lose the chance of forming genuine connections with your partner. So make sure you know how to draw the line to give yourself the space you need to thrive apart from knowing yourself, self-love calls for growing closer to yourself, as well. There are a variety of ways to do this. You can start a journal, where you express and reflect on your inner feelings. Hobbies also help you to feel closer to your passions and interests. And don't forget the value of self-care either, whether that's physical, mental, or spiritual. By tending to your needs, you'll be better equipped to build healthy relationships with others, work on yourself before entering a relationship. When my parents separated, things started changing for me. I was constantly left alone, moving houses all the time, and didn't have as much stability as before. This put a significant toll on me and how I viewed love. Before I knew it, I was jumping from one girlfriend to the next and struggled to express my emotions openly. One friend said to I in many different ways, we are all similar to this friend. Our parents may not have separated, but we still carry a past that molded us into who we are now. We are made up of our upbringing, cultural beliefs, gained knowledge, traumas, and hoarded pain from past relationships. In some shape or form, your past can negatively impact how you build relationships. You may not be able to foster the growth of a connection or even form one at all. You may also be feeling insecure, unworthy, and afraid of being rejected or showing weakness. However, just because your approach to relationship building is skewed doesn't mean you're bound to be alone forever. You can still create healthy and genuine relationships, and it starts with working on yourself. So before getting into a new relationship, make sure you get rid of any unwanted emotional baggage first. This includes unhealthy expectations your new partner needs to fulfill, 
assumptions that your new relationship will end up badly like the last one, and negative emotions like anger and resentment. Practice drawing the cutoff line, the point where your past ends and your present begins. It's at this cutoff line that you leave behind the things you don't want to carry into your present and future. When you don't bring this unhelpful stuff into your new relationship, it will have a better chance to thrive. It also helps to work on breaking free from damaging attachment styles. These attachment styles were formed from your relationship with your early childhood caregiver, and unfortunately, they are typically detrimental to your current relationships. To unshackle yourself from their hold, you need to be compassionate with yourself. Voice out your emotions instead of tucking them away. Tune into your needs and accommodate them as much as you can. When you can change your destructive behavior, you're more likely to create lasting relationships. Lastly, make it a habit to do an assessment after every breakup. Look back at the relationship and note how you contributed to its downfall and how you can do better next time. However, don't just dwell on the past, the period after heartbreak is also the best time to prioritize self-love and happiness. Focus on your sources of joy, may that be in old hobbies or friends. Leave no room for misery, and know that the right relationship will find its way to you eventually. Follow these 10 rules when in a relationship relationships are so complex that you can't just jump into one blindly. Just as a ship needs navigation equipment to reach its destination, you and your partner need relationship rules to increase your chances of success. Have you looked around and felt like everyone around you is happily in love? Your friends are all in long-term relationships. Your brother recently proposed to his significant other. Your neighbors who just got married are moving to a bigger home. And then there's you, struggling to form genuine connections, let alone develop a happy love life. You keep on searching for the perfect match, but unfortunately, seem to end up alone every time. Well, fear not. Because it doesn't have to be this way forever. Believe it or not, you're meant to find the right partner. For things to change, you just have to initiate it. In this book, you'll discover exactly what changes you need to do to start creating healthy relationships. And here's a clue, it begins with yourself. What is love? They say love makes the world go round, and in the grand symphony of existence, it takes center stage. But while everyone's familiar with the word love, defining it can prove to be quite a challenge. For me, love can be encapsulated in three concepts, love as an action, love as a vibration, and love as a way of life. Let's start with love as an action. Love is an action simply because relationships aren't built on fleeting feelings, but on ongoing effort. The butterflies will fade over time, and when they do, that shouldn't be an indication to jump ship and move on to another partner. Instead, that's the time for you to roll up your sleeves and get working on the relationship. Accept your differences, create special bonding moments, and foster a safe space for each other's vulnerabilities. No relationship is safe from the occasional storm, but as long as you and your partner put in the work, you can get through the rough patches stronger than before. Next up, love as a vibration. Sometimes love can feel like a high frequency that comes from within you and is influenced by your thoughts and behavior. When you're at the love frequency, you're significantly happier, kinder, and in harmony with yourself. This brings about healthy relationships. Unfortunately, you won't vibrate at this frequency all the time, so you need to work on staying at that level. Fill your day with positive content, boost your confidence with positive affirmations, and be on the lookout for love in your surroundings. 
Finally, when you see love as a way of life, and begin using it as your guide in all that you do, you can create a magical world around you. Start with accepting others for who they are, looking for their best sides, and offering them genuine support. If you always act from your heart, you can never go wrong. However, this shouldn't be a one-time thing. Make sure to do this every day until choosing love becomes a habit. Remember that as a human, you're made to receive and give love. Act on that instinct. Building deep connections with others starts with connecting with yourself, you can't give what you don't have. So you can't begin to form meaningful connections when you have yet to establish a true connection with yourself. That's why if you want to experience love in its most authentic form, it's vital to embark on a journey of self-discovery and self-love first. When you cultivate love in yourself instead of searching for it in other people, relationships will be easier to handle. That's because you'll have a secure sense of individuality. You'll be able to connect better and attract the right kind of partner for you. But how do you love yourself? Well, it starts with knowing yourself. If you're not sure who you are yet, ask yourself guide questions like what are you looking for in a relationship, what can you offer your partner, and how do you deal with rejection and criticism? These questions can help you understand what makes you tick and what makes you unique. If you can't answer them off the top of your head, it helps to evaluate your past and current relationships. They can give you an inside look at what works well for you and what doesn't. Knowing yourself means identifying your boundaries, too. Your boundaries are what protect your sense of identity, and without them, you can end up losing yourself in the relationship. Once you lose sight of who you are, you also lose the chance of forming genuine connections with your partner. So make sure you know how to draw the line to give yourself the space you need to thrive apart from knowing yourself, self-love calls for growing closer to yourself, as well. There are a variety of ways to do this. You can start a journal where you express and reflect on your inner feelings. Hobbies also help you to feel closer to your passions and interests. And don't forget the value of self-care either, whether that's physical, mental, or spiritual. By tending to your needs, you'll be better equipped to build healthy relationships with others. Building deep connections with others starts with connecting with yourself. You can't give what you don't have. So you can't begin to form meaningful connections when you have yet to establish a true connection with yourself. That's why if you want to experience love in its most authentic form, it's vital to embark on a journey of self-discovery and self-love first. When you cultivate love in yourself instead of searching for it in other people, relationships will be easier to handle. That's because you'll have a secure sense of individuality. You'll be able to connect better and attract the right kind of partner for you. But how do you love yourself? Well, it starts with knowing yourself. If you're not sure who you are yet, ask yourself guide questions like what are you looking for in a relationship, what can you offer your partner, and how do you deal with rejection and criticism? These questions can help you understand what makes you tick and what makes you unique. If you can't answer them off the top of your head, it helps to evaluate your past and current relationships. They can give you an inside look at what works well for you and what doesn't. Knowing yourself means identifying your boundaries, too. Your boundaries are what protect your sense of identity, and without them, you can end up losing yourself in the relationship. Once you lose sight of who you are, you also lose the chance of forming genuine connections with your partner. So make sure you know how to draw the line to give yourself the space you need to thrive apart from knowing yourself, self-love calls for growing closer to yourself, as well. There are a variety of ways to do this. 
You can start a journal where you express and reflect on your inner feelings. Hobbies also help you to feel closer to your passions and interests. And don't forget the value of self-care either, whether that's physical, mental, or spiritual. By tending to your needs, you'll be better equipped to build healthy relationships with others. Work on yourself before entering a relationship. When my parents separated, things started changing for me. I was constantly left alone, moving houses all the time, and didn't have as much stability as before. This put a significant toll on me and how I viewed love. Before I knew it, I was jumping from one girlfriend to the next and struggled to express my emotions openly. One friend said to I in many different ways, we are all similar to this friend. Our parents may not have separated, but we still carry a past that molded us into who we are now. We are made up of our upbringing, cultural beliefs, gained knowledge, traumas, and hoarded pain from past relationships. In some shape or form, your past can negatively impact how you build relationships. You may not be able to foster the growth of a connection or even form one at all. You may also be feeling insecure, unworthy, and afraid of being rejected or showing weakness. However, just because your approach to relationship building is skewed doesn't mean you're bound to be alone forever. You can still create healthy and genuine relationships, and it starts with working on yourself. So before getting into a new relationship, make sure you get rid of any unwanted emotional baggage first. This includes unhealthy expectations your new partner needs to fulfill, assumptions that your new relationship will end up badly like the last one, and negative emotions like anger and resentment. Practice drawing the cutoff line, the point where your past ends and your present begins. It's at this cutoff line that you leave behind the things you don't want to carry into your present and future. When you don't bring this unhelpful stuff into your new relationship, it will have a better chance to thrive. It also helps to work on breaking free from damaging attachment styles. These attachment styles were formed from your relationship with your early childhood caregiver, and unfortunately, they are typically detrimental to your current relationships. To unshackle yourself from their hold, you need to be compassionate with yourself. Voice out your emotions instead of tucking them away. Tune into your needs and accommodate them as much as you can. When you can change your destructive behavior, you're more likely to create lasting relationships. Lastly, make it a habit to do an assessment after every breakup. Look back at the relationship and note how you contributed to its downfall and how you can do better next time. However, don't just dwell on the past. The period after heartbreak is also the best time to prioritize self-love and happiness. Focus on your sources of joy, may that be in old hobbies or friends. Leave no room for misery, and know that the right relationship will find its way to you eventually. Follow these 10 rules when in a relationship relationships are so complex that you can't just jump into one blindly. Just as a ship needs navigation equipment to reach its destination, you and your partner need relationship rules to increase your chances of success.